Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. people welcome to episode 55 of the project broke podcast your holistic and common sense emphasis on common sense pursuit of health and wellness what's going on good peoples what is going on well i'm gonna i'm gonna update kind of provide an update of what I've been doing for the past 32 days but I just want to say this so I got another report yesterday of um two two people 149 151 I believe um both diagnosed with cancer and both dead shortly after beginning chemo and radiation treatment and like that bothers me (laughs) you know as much as I respect free will and people's ability to make their own decisions about what is best for them what I know is happening is that people are not getting all of the information and so their decisions are one-sided and their decisions are based on limited information and essentially not all doctors okay but there are a good number of doctors who are willingly some ignorantly but willingly killing people and there's no outrage there is no protest in washington There is no social media campaign. Like we will gather up people to hound companies when we find some person who works for them has, you know, shared, tweeted, posted on Facebook, something that we deem to be offensive. Like we will hound these companies until these people are fired. And we take that as an accomplishment. Like, yes, Who says social media doesn't matter? But you have people suffering and dying every day at the hands of Big Pharma, at the hands of the medical industry. And there is silence. Not one damn word. Not one bit of outrage. Nothing. Nothing. That's amazing to me. That's absolutely amazing to me. And it's just nothing worse to me to see, one, people suffer unnecessarily, and two, to see people die unnecessarily. There is nothing noble or honorable about dying at 49 years old. Right? Like, wow, that's so out of order. And we... In this sick, this is when this is when you know that many of us have mental problems. 
Because we take these afflictions and ailments that someone else has told us and created for us, right? We take them and we, we make an identity out of them. But I say all that to say, you have options. The options you choose are up to you, but you have options. And some things are just a matter of common sense. The fact that you believe that humans are so arrogant and so stupid that we believe one in a higher power. This is what's always so funny to me. You believe in a higher power, you believe in God, or whatever term you use. But yet at the same time, you believe that God will put you here or allow you to be here and not put systems, processes, things in place that will help assist you to your betterment. Somehow the birds, they don't they don't they not worry, the bears. All of the animals, they don't wake up, one, not knowing what to eat. They don't call meetings. They don't have to have a conference. They don't need to put together a study. They somehow know what to eat, when to eat, when not to eat. But, ooh, this is the good one right here. They know what to do when the body is sick. And when you examine animals and, and animal behavior, the first thing that they do the first thing that they do when they they experience some level of sickness, if we want to call it that, they refrain from eating. Interesting, right? So, now I'm not suggesting that everyone jump into refraining from eating, a.k.a. fasting, because many of our bodies are just, listen, when I'm talking about this, I'm talking from experience. I know how toxic your body can get and become from years of damage and back it, you know, your system being backed up. I know. So would that be wise to jump directly into that? No, it wouldn't be wise. See, you got to use wisdom in all things. Anyway, I just I just had to, to say that. And someone sent me a message was like, you know, I would like to know more about alternative methods in regard to cancer. And I can respect that. While we, you know, and I have to check myself. Because in the midst of trying to say, hey, this is BS. The focus has to be more about promoting what isn't BS. I got to show you. Now, what you choose to do with what I show you is up to you. But I got to show you that there are other options. I got to show you that there are alternative methods. Most, the biggest piece that, that hinders people is the mindset. You don't even believe it's possible. If I tell you that if you change your diet, your body will begin to heal itself on its own, you can't wrap your mind around that. That's, that's hard to digest. Like, you mean to tell me out of all of this scientific information out there, as advanced as we are medically, that's it? All, out of all these people that are sick, that's it. And I'm here to tell you, oh, man, it is. that. That's such a critical piece. And that brings me to what I'm doing right now myself. All right. So today marks 
32, 32 days. So last month I decided I was going to go completely raw for 30 days. And I've done mostly raw, you know, when I've done detoxing in the past, but I would still have, you know, some warm veggies. Sometimes I'll throw some rice in. So it wasn't 100%. So I wanted to see like, look, okay, let's get serious. Let me take this thing and, and let's do 30 days of all raw. So my days have consisted of the first part of the day, I usually fast. So I'm not eating until probably about noon. Yeah. Sometimes it can go a little over. I, I just listen to my body. So when I'm ready um, to have something, I have something. There is no forced eating. There is no time. There is no time to eat. Think about that. How the hell can somebody tell you? How can out of all, how many people is it on earth? I don't even know the number. How many billion? I don't know. How can everybody supposed to eat at the same time in the same number of times a day? It doesn't even make sense. This is where we error. You don't know more than your body. Your body is trying to guide you. Like we wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning, eat a full meal. Why? Why do you need that? Well, I'm hungry. That's what you think. That's what you think. But lo and behold, what you are experiencing is the beginning of your cleansing process. See, we talk about detox as in doing it. Like, I'm going to go and do a detox. But trust and believe your body is always detoxing in some form or another or you'd be dead. So in the mornings, what you are experiencing, those are not hunger pains. That's not why you have a headache. Oh, that's. The good old cleansing process. Because when digestion stops, cleansing begins in the body. That's why I so healing. That's why people are able to heal from illnesses when they begin to implement fasting. This is why. So in the morning, and this is how you can test your level, your body, right? You can see where you can gauge, am I ready for a fast? See if you can skip breakfast. People, oh, that's the most important meal of the day. Yeah, it's the most important meal of the day not to eat. You have no need for breakfast in the morning unless you are getting up and what are you doing? Are you going? See, most people are getting out of the bed. Let me take you through the cycle, right? So you've done your whole thing throughout the day. Let's just start at lunchtime. So you're eating lunch. A lot of people sit at a desk all day. So you're from lunchtime to you leave at five or six, you're going to eat something in between because that's what we do. We just snack. We get bored. We want something, frustrated, emotions, whatever. We want to eat something. So we're going to eat something again. Then we're going to eat a dinner. Difference for different people. That could be six, seven. And a lot of people who eat dinner early, they're going to have another snack before they go to bed. All right. Then you go to sleep. Six, seven, eight hours. What did you do over those six, seven, eight hours that would require another full meal? Look at what I just played back to you. You had lunch, snacks, dinner, snacks. You went to sleep. You didn't burn any of that off. And you weren't using it to replace what you did in the early part of the day because you were sitting most of, the part, most of the day. You understand what I'm saying? So... The digestive system never gets a break. 
That's why when you start to miss a meal, you start getting all these weird symptoms. And you think it's, oh my God, I need food. And the body is saying, oh yes, finally, this heifer done stopped eating and we can get to work. But as soon as you get that slight headache, you hurry up and plug something in and it goes away. And you think, see, I told you it was because I was hungry. And what you essentially did was stopped that cleansing process. That's all you did. And that's just a tip for anyone who does, you know, try this fasting thing. You can always bring yourself out of the fast by eating something. And it depends on how long you've attempted to do it. Um, those who do extended fast, you, you know, wisdom will tell you, you don't just start back eating like you normally would. You would gradually come back, start eating fruit and gradually, you know, build back up to eating whatever your normal um, eating flow is. But these are the things that we kind of don't, we've always done. But you got a question. You have to question. So where was I? I was talking about the 32 days. Right. Okay. So I was talking about my day. So anyway. Um, so like I said, I, I, follow, I listened to my body. I used this morning was a perfect example. So yesterday I stopped eating pretty early. So I, I ate pretty early. So I finished, uh, I think I had cantaloupe yesterday. I had grapes. I think I had a salad and I think I finished about seven. I had watermelon and that was it. So this morning I actually wanted something earlier. So it was probably about 10. I wanted some watermelon. So I ate it. So when I say I have my flow on a normal day, usually I am fasting. I'm not eating breakfast. However, I always listen to my body. So if the body says, hey, yo, we want something to drink or we want some fruit. It's cool. So that's usually until, yeah, afternoon. After that, I'll typically have some fruit, some more fruit, may throw a salad in. And that's been the flow for the past 32 days. Now, I know I said I did the, the challenge for myself was 30 days. But interestingly enough, now I did have certain cravings. They weren't as bad, though. Um, and this is what I like by following you, right? This wasn't about me doing it for anyone else. So, see, part of me wanted to kind of publicize what I was doing, take people along for the journey. But, you know, some people say, yeah, you do that for accountability. And that does work. But it really wasn't about that. Like, this is what my body led me to do. Wasn't for any other reason other than I felt, all right, boom, this is what we need to do. I just finished like another herbal protocol probably the month prior. So this is just, this is just where I was. I want to just watch and listen to see how my body would respond. So to be fair... You probably don't want to compare my experience with what your experience could be because I've been cleansing for a very long time. I started um, two years ago, two, two and a half years ago, I think, 2015 maybe. And so I have had a lot of time to flush out a lot of junk. So this was pretty easy. You know, I, I didn't 
go through any withdrawals. Um, there was, you know, when I had, I had to go out of town twice, out of town is always tricky, especially when it comes to, you know, you sticking to uh, um, a certain type of eating lifestyle. So there was a point where I did want some French fries. Now I really did. <laughs> it was one day. I really wanted some fries, but, um, and it was kind of like, I was having a conversation with myself and my mind. Like, do you really, is that what you really want? Like if I offered you some fruit right now, and you ate it, would you still want it? And of course the, the answer was no, but overall, I, I didn't I didn't go through withdrawals. I didn't lose any weight, maybe two pounds, if that. Um the only thing, so the first within the first 14 days, probably around day 10. So I did start having some minor breakouts. Um a couple bumps on my back, a couple bumps on my face. Um, right here on the end stretch, day the last week. I did start to feel a little ti- more tired than I normally. I, I don't feel tired. I don't. I'm not a person that needs to take naps all the freaking time. But I was fatigued, and that was interesting to me, which kind of let me know that things were happening. So you can't be fearful. I think I gotta break down exactly what the detox process is and what goes on during that process, so that you don't become fearful of the things that happen. We see things happening, and now the story is, see, that's why you don't supposed to do it. That's bad for you. Not realizing that the adverse effects that you see while you're detoxing, it is to your benefit. That stuff is trying to come out. And that's why you're seeing the colds, the flus, whether it's rashes, um, itchy skin, um, some people experience constipation. Some people diarrhea. Like the body just goes through different changes. So I was just kind of observing like, hmm, interesting. That I was feeling I'm like I feel tired. And I'm feeling tired during the day. And that's not totally, totally, that's totally abnormal for me. Um. So again, the day is day 32. And I, I haven't had a desire to eat anything cooked. <laughs> that's the funny part so I did have I think yesterday it was like one piece of broccoli that had been cooked and I it was like mm. it it wasn't that satisfying to me and so I didn't eat anymore and um and I was like mm, that's it's just so crazy how your taste buds and your desire will change as the more you clean your body, this is why you can't trip over cravings. Well, I, I, I got to have it because if I don't have it, you know, you don't even know why you're having it. You don't even know why you're desiring that. Some of it is habit. A lot of it is mental. But there are things that go on. Just look at how old you are now and how long you've been doing what you've been doing. It got to make sense. It has to be common sense that your body, your taste book, your desires are used to this thing. Doesn't mean that that thing is the ideal thing for you. It's just that what, what you've been used to. So um, where, where do I go from here? I don't know. I think it's um, my next 
step is so I'm, I'm definitely going to implement more dry fasting um I think that is key, especially to getting my kidneys to really filter. They are filtering not as much as I would like them to. How do I know that? Because I examine my urine. Yep. Go ahead and pee in this glass jar. I look at it. I see, is it foggy? Is there any sediment in it? You know, um, anything in the bottom? It should, yeah, it shouldn't be clear. And um, I am getting some filterization, but not as much as I would like to see. So I'm thinking I am going to go 30-day fruit only. And I may just do, you know, the levels to even go deeper in this thing. I could do 30 days mono, like just eating one thing for 30 days. Like if I chose grapes, eating only grape. Boy, that's some cleansing right there, for real. So I don't know. I'm going to see where it goes. I'm not even, I don't have any rules right now. You know, if I decided tomorrow that I wanted to eat something cooked, I might. I, I don't know. I just don't have a desire. Even today, I have no desire to eat anything cooked. Um, and something is happening on the inside and you got to respect the process. Even when you can't see immediate results. And I've just seen too much. I um I follow I follow a few people who are heavy into fitness, some of them even doctors, and they are they very much believe in high fat and high protein diets. And when you look at their bodies, their bodies look good. They look fit, they are ripped, they have muscles. Um I'm just not sold. And and this is the deal with it. Show me someone who has ever healed themselves from a high-fat, high-protein diet. I'm not talking about how you look on the outside. Show me an example. I just haven't seen it. I would love to, and I'm not being funny. I would like to see examples of it. The reason I believe in plant-based living, the reason I believe in high-raw, high-fruit diets is because I one see the results with myself personally but two there are so 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 many accounts of people healing everything from lupus to AIDS to cancer to diabetes to high blood pressure to high cholesterol any other thing MS everything that they tell you that there's no cure for I'm seeing it. Somebody's lying. Somebody is lying to you. And you got to decide <laughs> what story you're going to believe. What it, what are you going to make true for yourself? But more so than that, it's just looking at things within common sense eye. Because you get to a point to where all of the information becomes overwhelming and frustrating. And it's like, damn it, I don't know what to believe. Because truth be told, you can probably find, quote unquote, right, I'm going to say evidence, quote unquote, for to support any argument. I'm pretty sure you can find some people who are, like I mentioned, high high protein 
um, and high-fat diet, and you look at them, and they look good. They look as though they're healthy. They say their numbers are fine. You can find people who eat only fruit, who have same body types. They have muscles. They're ripped. They're active. You can find people who eat cooked food, eat raw. Like, you know, there's an example pretty much for to support any argument technically. However, you got to decide. You got to look at the whole picture. And you got to think long term. It's not just about short term, long term. And whenever things get to be confusing to me, I look to nature because nature is simple. Like all, all of this assessing that we want to do. And I'm one of those people. I like assessing when I, when I see new, there, there's a guy that I just came across and what he's doing is fascinating. It's fascinating to me. And he, um, to my knowledge, eats little to no fruits or vegetables at all. He eats a lot of beans and rice, nuts, and his body. I mean, he looks fantabulous. I'm not sure how old he is, but he looks good. Um, and so I'm fascinated. You know, he has several degrees or whatever in the sciences, and a lot of uh, of his explanations for what he's doing is backed by science and studies and so on and so forth. And I'm not against that, but that's not the holy grail to me. You, you gotta be, get to, you can't get to a point to where your degrees or your earthly knowledge can supersede divine wisdom. So, but I'm fascinated. And so I'm going to study, I'm going to read up on, you know, the things that he's written because I'm interested in what he's doing and, and how it's working for him. But for me, one, I listen you gotta get this is the awareness part, listening to your body. And then acting accordingly. Not being afraid to try something different. Here's the deal. Even if you did detox, let's just say you, you went on an aggressive detox, you did it off and on for a year, you changed your diet, you cleaned yourself up. You know, if you wanted to go back and do whatever, so what? That's your choice. But at least give your body open the door to healing. I can, all I can say is this, I'm seeing things happening with myself that I've never seen in my entire life. And so I'm fascinated. And this is why I believe I haven't had a desire to go back. Like I'm fascinated to see how far it's like, why would I stop? It's almost like fitness. This is what I love about fitness. Like, well, how much more you want to do? I thought you you said, you know, you want to learn how to do a handstand. You learn how to do that. What you want to do now? You know what I want to do now? I want to do a one-handed, one-handed handstand. And then when I get that, I want to do a one-handed push-up handstand. Like, <laughs> how far? I want to see how far I can go. Why would I limit myself? And you got, and you got, you got to, got to open up your mind. If you serious, this is only for a select group of people. Everybody not looking for next level. Average is okay for some people. Just good is okay for some people. Everybody not looking to operate from a place of excellence and greatness. And you know what? That's okay. But for those who are, that's who I'm speaking to. 
And I'm willing to be the example of what is possible, what can happen if you take everything that you know, ball it up and throw that junk right out the window and try and start anew. You know what? Let me see if I go about this a different way. Let me let me explore some different concepts. You know, everything that you think you know, I'm not going to say it's false, but it's questionable. The body is so wise, man. If we, if we would get out of the way, I shared this picture of um, Orville Douglas, and I followed the brother for a long time. And so, you know, before he became a fruitarian, meaning he only eats fruits, he um, he was a raw vegan for, I think, seven years. And then he transitioned over to completely fruits only. And... You know, people will see him and he's like 50, 52 years old and he looks good. I mean, he may not look the way you think he should look at 52. But when I look at a lot of the 52 year olds that I know, that brother looks damn good. And he's active. He lifts heavy. You know, he's ripped. You know, it goes he goes against every standard that we've been told in regard to how you build muscle, how you lose muscle. The body is just wise. And the first part of walking into this thing, whether you want to try raw, whether you want to just try vegan, whether you want to try fruit or fasting, you got to have the right mindset. If you go in it thinking this is going to make me lose too much weight, this is going to make me sick. I can't emphasize enough the power of the mind. It's like I was about to say it's like magic, but it is magic. That's really what it is. It's it's mental magic. And you control it. You think that you've proven something. Oh, see, I told you I didn't need to do that. Look what happened. No, fool, you brought that about. You, I say this to women all the time. I was this person. This is why I can tell you. When I first, 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 first started out, working out was in 2008. That's when I had hit my borderline. You know, you hit that borderline between, girl, you thickums, but mm, mm. Now, to other people, I had a long way between crossing over to no longer thick. But to me, I had hit that barrier like, hey, okay, what we're not going to do is become no, no, that's not what we're going <laughs> to do. But when I decided that, the first thing was, okay. What do I need to do to, 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 to really, to really, really, really get this thing going? And the, I lost my thought. What was I talking about? Ladies and working out. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> the first, my first fear, fear. You, you hear that word? It all fear always brings about that which you are fearful of. I didn't want to look. I didn't want to lose my hips and my butt. I just wanted to be really toned and have a really tight stomach. That's what every woman wants, right? As soon as I started working out, I bet, damn, the ass got gone. I just got so skinny. I was like, I cannot believe this don't make, okay, this is, oh, this is ridiculous. But that was my fear going in. Stop worrying about that. So it's two sides to it. One, you can't go in fearing the thing that you don't want to happen. That's one. Two, also, 
be mindful that sometimes the body does go through a destruction process, meaning you do have to go in. It breaks itself down and rebuilds. So you may experience these periods where you looking like, you know, you, you start to cleanse and your hair falling out. You're like, oh, my God. Or you really do release a lot of weight, a.k.a. waste, and you become thinner than you really want. Don't worry about that. Don't, don't be fearful of that because, again, the body will break itself down. But trust me, it will rebuild. You will rebuild to sustainable place, wherever that is. The numbers and stuff, I don't fool with. I don't care about a number. Like how much, what's your ideal weight? Doesn't make sense. You don't know. You don't know what your ideal weight is. Your body knows, but you don't know. So you can throw numbers out there based on how you think that number looks to the physical eye, but that doesn't determine what is going on in the inside. Does that make any sense? So I feel like I've kind of been all over the place. What is my point in all this? My point is, first of all, there are levels. And you can decide how far you want to go with your levels. For some people, you know, doing exactly what they're doing is it. And just cleansing. Like, look, I want to I want to eat this way. I'm okay with it. I do feel fine. I just want to cleanse, you know, four times a year, every quarter. That works for me. Cool. But if you want to go deeper, you can always go deeper. If you are sick and you have ailments, you have no other choice but to go deeper or you're going to die. I mean, and I don't want to sound drastic, but, you know, that's just the reality. If you already have tumors, all right, these things are red flags, buddy. So cancer, you must go deeper and cleanse and get your system, get your lymph moving, get the waste out. Get your body back to absorbing nutrients. I don't care how many freaking vitamins you take. If you are not absorbing the nutrients, it don't matter. This is why people are eating all day long and they're still hungry. doesn't matter. What is your body absorbing? What is it utilizing? And what is it eliminating? That's the three keys. Absorption, utilization, and elimination. That's the key for the health piece right there. So, again, if you want to go deeper, I'm going to use myself. I'm going to see how, um, because I'm just seeing so, the results from this fruit thing is just mind-blowing to me. It's mind-blowing to me. And my, my issue has been repairing my gut. And I remember when I was first researching back in 2014 before I, Right before I became a vegan, um, and I was reading, I think she was a doctor, and this lady had, you know, experience healing herself, and she said, well, be prepared to, for it to take about two years, repair your gut, and I was like, two years, dang, but here we are, and let's see, 2015, yeah, it's been been two years, and I know I'm not, I see, the the more in tune you become with your body, you know, you know when it's asking for more. So I got to go deeper. When I look at my eyes, I know there is more cleansing I have to do. I got to keep going. So 
I, I want to show you what is possible. If you will get out of the way, if you will stop poisoning your body by putting in trash food, the body will do its thing. It will do its thing. And start slow wherever you are. doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. Most of the people who you're looking to kind of follow their route They've already been doing this for so long. Even fitness people, I find it, you know, we will look at some of these people on Instagram and it's like, do you know how long they've been doing that? (laughs) Yeah, they may have, you know, you may have seen them do a three month challenge or a 12 week challenge or whatever it is, but they, they practice. They've gotten better each step. And that's what this journey is. So I feel good. I feel good. I feel good knowing that even though I can't see everything that's going on in the inside, the same way that I couldn't see the damage that I was doing, I know now the the assistance and the healing that I am allowing to go on in the inside by not contributing to my own demise. And that's what this is right now. And so... The transformation is kind of like it's an evolution. You get better each level. You can go deeper each level. And you can stop at any level you decide. But don't say that the lifestyle doesn't work because you haven't committed to it and won't put in the work. If you have transitioned over to, you know, I really don't, reference vegetarian i mean vegetarian is good it is it's certainly good because you're eliminating the meat um but i can't speak to that 100 percent because that dairy is especially depending on how often you're you know intaking it um that can give that can be a major deterrent to what it is that you're trying to do so but if you're trying to trans if you are a vegan and you still find yourself ill and sick weak don't blame it on the lifestyle you must detox we think that we can just switch over and just start eating some green beans and rice and everything that we've done prior to just magically goes away the beautiful part is this it's like you press a pause button so all the damage that you were doing from that high protein diet that high saturated fat diet it's like we press a pause so by you eliminating that That damage kind of stops as of that moment, but it doesn't reverse. That's the power of the raw. That's the power of the fruits. It reverses that damage. And that's my argument to anyone who wants to promote this whole meat thing. You can't show me where you can reverse damage, rebuild tissue. I, I, I haven't sent, I don't see it and it doesn't make sense to me. And I, and I'm open. I swear to you, um, I'm going to go back and reread. I have two books, one on the argument for, uh, what is the, what is that? One is the argument for no carbs, which I, I, I don't agree with. I think it's no carbs and high fat. And the other argument is for no protein but high carbs and both of them 
made very compelling arguments. Well, now I gotta go, I gotta dissect it a little bit deeper because when people start throwing in studies, you you gotta you gotta check those. You gotta see, you know, it's easy to just pull the information that you like from a study without looking at the full picture because there can be other pieces to that that may put another spin onto the conclusion that the person is trying to promote. So, um, but the point is, there are many options available. I just don't know of any that I have seen, that I have tried, or that I have read about. And I've been going back all the way, you know, some of the books that I'm, I'm trying to pull is hard to even get because they're not even printed anymore other than they have these small print companies who print lost books or forgotten books. So some of these have been written in the 1800s. And I, I haven't seen any, 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 any book, any book written, you know, um, kind of talking about studies or reporting on studies that have shown that a high protein high meat diet can reverse any illness or disease i haven't seen it and the proof is in the pudding y'all vegan pudding that is <laughs> hashtag re- results matter so if you want the results don't tell me you ain't getting the results you want and then you won't follow that and that and then this is when you're gonna this is when you're gonna piss me off like i'm telling you what to do nothing cracks me up more especially someone with arthritis. Did you eliminate the dairy? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. They eliminated. Go right back to it. Start to experience inflammation again and swear up and down it had nothing to do with what they're eating. If you're experiencing pain right now and inflammation and you want to address it immediately, eliminate all of the dairy, all of the meat, and all of the acids you're eating, all the proteins you're eating. It's like today. Guarantee you seven days. I don't even know if it'll take that long. You will get some relief. I guarantee it. Don't tell me that what we're eating doesn't matter. Don't tell me that what we're eating is not playing a role in the degradation of our health. It is. Yes, there are other factors. I think stress ranks even higher than the food. And I think it's the stress that is actually not causing us, but but helping to encourage us to eat the stuff that we're eating because it gives us some level of relief on the emotional level. Results matter. So, yeah. Day 32, y'all. Come on with me on this ride. Maybe I should do a challenge. I got two books, too, that um, I want to give away. Because I know some people are really interested in transitioning over. People ask me for recipes. I'm not the recipe person. I never got into recipes because I ain't had time for all that BS. Like... (laughs) If I was going to make it happen, um, the, it couldn't be overly frustrating for me. So all the, you know, the fancy recipes with 15 ingredients and 
and all that i never got into any of that so i really my stuff is basic you know um simple is better to me that's the cool part about eating fruit man you just eat them that's it <laughs> boom done but no seriously i have had two people to ask me um so i think i'm gonna give these two it's two books by um robin quivers and it's about how real food saved her life and it's a lot of plant-based recipes for those who because it is important it does help my journey was a little bit different but for those who are trying to figure out how to make the transition those recipes will help especially when you have a family and you want to prepare for them and you want to kind of transition but not feel like you are so restricted and that everything tastes like grass you still do have to be open to knowing and understanding that you got to give yourself a little bit of time for your 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 taste buds to reprogram themselves. If you have been eating artificial, fake chemicals, yes, of course, when you implement that, which is natural, this tastes strange, like, ew, ew, no, ew, I need sugar, I need salt, I need more of this, I need more of that, I need, because there's the chemical concoction is gone they're in the lab like these people one of the main things you should look at which i find amazing because it's very rare that you can find anything in a grocery store now that doesn't have natural flavors in it look the next time you're in a store everything soup peanut butter um jelly hot sauce um salad dressing everything everything has freaking natural natural flavors in it what is natural flavors i did a, a post on this on the um on the blog and it's, it's a chemical concoction and it, it wants to trigger your brain in such a way that you have this euphoric um feeling from eating it that it tastes so good it, it's trickery it, it, that's what they do in the lab how can i make you not only love this but become a fiend for it like you gotta have more it's just so good we joke about man that's crack that's like crack that juice is like crack or those chips or those cookies are like crack it really is it really is but anyway that's it that's all i got y'all i don't like i said i'm gonna report back we're gonna see how this thing goes i'm fascinated i cannot wait to show you the before and after of my eyes. And the crazy part about it is. This is how you can really be asleep. And I've said this before. To look at yourself in the mirror every day. And I never noticed it. Never noticed it. Never noticed the different spots in my eyes. Never noticed that my eyes weren't like. Completely white. Never noticed it. Just get up every day. Do your little hair. And do go on. Think you cute. And that's it. And all of these things are warning signs from the body. Like, hey, yo, we're backed up here. It's going to cause some problems soon. And we don't even see it. We don't even recognize it. So that's it, y'all. That's all I got. 30, day 32. This is pretty cool. I'm going to see where it goes. Join in with me. It should be a lot easier to me now, you know, for people who want to try this thing, especially as it gets warm, because we naturally want to eat lighter um, when it's hot outside. So 
try it, man. Try it for three days. Try it for just a weekend. Or maybe try it for just one day. Whatever day, you know, during the week. And just, just see how your body responds and see how you feel. And every time that you attempt to get make yourself better, you're getting better. I don't care if you don't follow completely through with it. You're getting better. Every time you go to work out, if it's only 10 minutes and you're supposed to go 30, I don't care. If you're supposed to do the challenge and, and, and eat, you know, right for seven days and you only made it three, I don't care. Every time you do it, you're getting better. And that's all that matters. So that's all I got, good people. Until next time, peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Rook Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.